0: Hello everyone, this is Jim with Marketing Beef, according to Jim, and welcome back to podcast number 11. Who would have thought I got all the way to number 11? But here it is. I'm gonna start out right away here. I keep getting this question. I think I answer, I talk about this in other podcasts too, and I'm sorry if I beat this a uh, this little too much, but people keep asking me, why do you not like internet selling? And I said, well, it's not I don't like it, I just don't think it's as effective, and I just don't see my whole future based on someone clicking on a computer, a nameless, faceless person clicking on a computer onto my website, hoping that they read it and understand it, and hoping that they'll get it to my price page, and hoping they'll click on it, and hoping they'll send me a credit card. Hopefully they'll buy my beef. Hopefully they'll like it. Hopefully they'll buy again. I mean, I don't, I don't, maybe I'm, I'm too much of a, uh, I don't know what's the good word, a control freak. I want to be able to go out and control my own destiny. I like to go out and find my customers, talk to them in person, see them. I want them to see me. I want my my first meeting to set the foundation for a long-term relationship. And with internet selling, yes, Trust me, there are people who have told me they're very successful with internet selling. Great. I am I mean, that's all great. Um, I'm still not an advocate of it. And you can disagree with me. And that's great. I have no problem with it. I'm just telling you what I like. I kind of compare it to fishing. You got a farm pond, a small farm pond, and you've got an ocean. You can go out fishing in the ocean. Yes, there's a lot of different fish out there. A lot of different things that can bite on your line. I mean, there is... Undefinable amount of things that could bite on your line But you're looking for a meal you are looking one you're looking for one particular fish to bring in and to resell You don't want all kinds of different Different fish nibbling on your line Okay, I want to I want to go to a farm pond where I know the pond. I know what's in there. I know the fish I know where they're hanging out. I give them the right bait I know they're going to bite. You know, I can keep keep focusing on that and I'm always going to be successful. I don't want to just throw something in this big wide open ocean and hopefully what I want bites on it. And I want them to keep biting on it. I want it to do it long term. So I I again if you want to do internet selling, I mean that's that's your prerogative and you certainly can do it. I am, this podcast is about developing long-term customers that you can sell your beef and then you get into selling them other things and you can capitalize on that relationship that you two have bonded with and, and developed so you're not only selling them beef you are selling them the, all these other things that we talked about in the other podcast you want your your money to triple to quadruple um, I know the term for five times. I mean, you want it to go up five, six, seven, ten times as much as what it would be if you just sold them beef. And once you get a long-term customer, once they trust you, and, and once you're providing other things, you've done the farm tour. They know you. They know how you raise your beef. Once you provide them with other things, you have a long-term, a long-term customer. I'm not always trying to go out. And continually to find new fish, continually to find new prospects, new customers. I don't want nameless, faces, faceless customers. So again, if you want to sell on the internet, fine. If that's what your marketing plan is and your operation looks like, it's not for me. I don't want the control to go over to my customers. I want the control to go to me. I want to know my destination. It's based on my, it, it's, it's what I do. Um, that controls if I can keep that farm or I don't keep that farm or that ranch. So that's why, that's what I want to talk about here. And this is why, I, you know, the whole podcast even exists, is not enough people are taking this one-on-one, mono-mono mano uh, relationship with customers, and they're just relying on punching a button and throwing it out there. Hey, hopefully some, we'll throw enough out there. Hopefully somebody in that ocean is going to nibble on it and bite. Okay, great way to, you know, I call it the lazy man's way, but that's again. I'm going to probably make some people mad, and but that's who I am. So let's get started here, just a little bit. Um, when you, this is about prospecting, and this is about talking to people, and, and and how to get them interested in your in your product. Remember, when you what okay, before you even start talking to people, what you when you do talk to people, what you focus on the most is what customers will believe is the most important and the most true. Good or bad, if you're constantly talking about the price of your beef, and then you go into other things, but you continually go back to it and you go back to it and you go back to it and you talk about sale prices and you talk about price per pound and you're talking about hanging weight and then you're you're talking about um discounts and you're talking about everything in your in your repertoire, everything in your presentation is related to price. That's the only thing your customers are going to focus on. Okay. They're not going to focus on the quality of beef, how it's raised, how good it tastes, the health benefits. So you got to be really careful when you do a presentation or a sales pitch to somebody, what are you focusing on the most? If you keep focusing on one particular thing over and over and over and over, that's the only thing your customers are going to, are going to remember. And they're going to feel that's the most important thing about you is what you bring up. Again, when I started when I was doing it, it was, it was health and taste. I just believed my beef was the healthiest beef and the best tasting beef in the world, and that's what I kept hitting on over and over and over and over again. I didn't ever bring up price. I didn't ever bring up um, a lot of different things. I didn't bring up breed of the animal. I didn't I mean, I don't think people even give a crap what breed animal you have. They don't think they even know the difference. It's just how good is I kept hitting on how good my beef was and how healthy it was. So that was the things that my presentation was on. So whatever you decide is going to be your focus that is going to be what they focus on and they're going to feel is the most important part so good or bad if you're hitting on a lot of bad things and you don't even know it that's what they're going to focus on too if you if you focus on health or flavor the most um that's what the customers are going to base their decision on but if if you're if you're if you're talking health is your main thing you're talking to or talking about and you start talking to people that couldn't give two licks about health, you're never gonna sell anything. So know your customer, okay, and know what your presentation is gonna be and what you're gonna be emphasizing the most. If you're talking to a person that makes a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand a year or more, price doesn't mean diddly to them. It's about quality, um, it's about health, it's about a lot of different things. It's maybe it's about a um, it's different than their than their neighbors are eating maybe it's very high-end and posh, and it's like, oh, I'm eating the greatest, most expensive beef in the world. You know, sometimes that makes people feel real good, so you got to be careful. You know, you offer them sale prices. They're probably thinking it's cheap beef. I don't want to buy anything that's got a sale price on it. I don't want to buy anything that's touted as being cheap, you know. I don't want cheap, so know, know your customers. Now, the best way the best way to market to your customers, the best way to know who to market to is, first of all, what your, what your message is, and then you need to ask these people questions. So you, you need to find out who you're talking to, find out what their motivation is, what is most important to them when they, when they make a purchase, okay? So there's a lot of questions. It's called open-end questions, and there's closed-end questions, and you need a mixture of both. And you're not, you need to try to probably learn about a hundred different questions in your head. And then you need to start picking out these questions little by little based on what they're telling you. So what do you want to get down to? What do you want to find out about these people? Well, first of all, I want to find out what is their motivation? What motivates them to buy? What, what is the most important thing to them when they pick out food um, or beef for, their, for themselves or for their family? What, what determines their buying Um, decision you know why do they go to store a instead of store B what why don't they go to a local locker to buy their beef why don't they go to a local farmer to buy their beef maybe they want to they just don't know anybody so I'm gonna ask a lot of questions I'm not trying to go get into an interrogation with them but I want to ask them I want to find out what motivates them so I can tailor my presentation to them because if someone's motivation is health, and I'm talking to them about price, you're never going to sell. But if I got a person whose only motivation is find the lowest priced food, and I'm talking to them about health, they're going to agree with you, but they're not going to buy, okay? Because it's, it's not their motivation. And so we need to find out a lot of open questions. And here's a couple questions, just to kind of write down that you can you can ask these people. Um, and you know there's no particular order, but the, the the trick to this is to start asking questions, and then once you ask a question, just shut up. I know it sounds harsh, but that's the only way I can put it. Just shut up. You ask a question, let them answer it. Don't interrupt them, okay? Don't bypass it. Don't pretend you didn't hear it. Ask a question, shut up, listen, respond to it. ask another question. You can even, you can even uh, respond by once they once they give you an answer you can just go right back and repeat what they just told you that may it lets them know that you heard it lets them know that you understand it uh, that you're actually listening to them you're not just throwing stuff out there and you're not really listening to them and once they find out you're not listening to them you've lost them anyway so be be active be responsive repeat heck take an active interest so some of the questions i like to ask is just right off the bat what's the number one reason for buying any food product? What's, what's, the most important, what's the most important thing to you and why? So let them answer. What is the most important thing to them? What's the number one reason for buying any food product? Why are they buying beef? Why are they buying chicken? What, what's the most important thing to them regarding their beef or their chicken? And then why? If they say, well, the most important thing is quality. Oh, really? Well, I mean, what, what do you mean by quality? Why do you say that? Let them answer. You can you can rebuttal a little bit, get a full understanding of what they're saying. Um, you can ask where do you buy this particular product at? why do you buy it and, and why do you buy it over there? What do they have or what what so what sets them apart from the another grocery store or another person down the road? okay let them answer. you can repeat you can talk to them a little bit more about it and say well another question is are you happy with your selection? Are you happy with the people with the food? are you happy with the people that are there? Are you happy with the whole situation? Are you happy with hours, delivery? And then let them answer. And then you can ask questions like, what could they do better in your eyes? What, What challenges do you have with them in this particular instance? And let them answer. Let them tell you all about what could they do better. That's probably the best question to ask. And, you know, if you can do things better than a competition, you can use that in your presentation, it gives you one foot up. Okay. You're going to find a lot of people don't like where they buy their food. You're going to be really surprised, but they buy it because it's convenient. You're going to find a lot of people buy stuff because it's convenient, and it's you know they don't like the food that well, but it's convenient. That's why convenience stores do so well, like your uh, Casey's and your Sparky's and and all these other different outlets, different different uh, franchises that that are just convenience stores. They do so well. The challenges. If once they tar- start telling you what their challenges are, boy, you really got them because you can really tailor your presentation to what their challenges are. You can ask them, what is their biggest obstacle? What, what, what is their biggest obstacle in, in buying this food from these people? How can they make it easier to get what you want? I mean, how can they, you got to go out and buy food. How can we make it easier? How can they make it easier you easier for you to buy food from them? Maybe they can start a delivery service. Maybe they can have a 24-hour hotline. Maybe they can do outside uh, delivery. Like you just pull up, they they load the groceries store. It's already paid for. You just load up. They load your car up and go. There's a lot of different things for people that can make their lives a whole lot easier. You just ask them, what can we do or what can they do to make your life easier when it comes to food? Um So if if you if you listen real good, you can get really to start tailoring your presentation. Give a little bit of rebuttal. Talk to them more about it. maybe ask a couple more open-ended questions about that and then listen and go on to your next question. Um, ask them then. Some people do a lot of research before they buy stuff. I'm not one of those. I don't, I just get in and get out, whatever's easiest for me. Now, when it comes to my food, my beef and stuff, yeah, I'm pretty picky. And I've always bought from one place, but that's probably going to end because I've never, like I told you in previous podcast, no one's ever called me back or ever or ever thanked me or even calls me to ask if I want to buy more beef, which I'm in the market right now to buy more beef, but I have yet to get a phone call. And so am I looking somewhere else? Yeah, maybe, probably am. I just haven't found anybody local back in uh that they reached out to me, I don't even know who sells it. So um, so we'll keep going on here. So what motivates them to make a purchase? Um, what is it that actually motivates them to go make a purchase? What what store what motivates them to go to a particular store? What what they can get in a car and go anywhere. I mean it doesn't it really every store is not that far apart. So what motivates them to go to store A over store B? And then that's, and write that stuff down. That's a good, it's a good thing to listen to, and it's a good thing to remember So when you're doing your presentation. And then I get into, after I kind of got a clear picture of what is going through these people's minds, I got an idea why they buy, where they buy, what they like about it, what they don't like about it, what can they do better. I mean, there's just kind of right on down the line. And now I've got a clear picture of what I need to do. Now i'm just going to kind of slip this in have you ever purchased from a local farmer or rancher before oh and there well yeah i have or well no i haven't oh really how come you have it well I'm, i don't know anybody and no one's ever approached me and i don't know of any rancher or farmer around that sells them oh really okay would you would you be interested in purchasing from a rant, local rancher if you knew who they were and how they raised their beef well i mean no one's going to say no So absolutely it's like, I just don't have that opportunity. Okay, great. Um, Let's say you did buy from a rancher or from a farmer, a local farmer, and you really liked the beef. You liked how it was raised. You liked the rancher himself. You liked everything about him. And he was, let's just say he he also sold other products, like he sold pork or turkey or he sold flowers or some, you know, there's a whole plethora of different types of products out there. Would you be more inclined to buy from him if he had it available for you than going somewhere else? Listen to him let them talk get it out of their system i want to know everything about that's a long question and it's a good question because this really sets you up once they become customers this really sets you up for long-term customers right here just plain out ask them and and they're going to say yes no they're going to give you a reason just if if they just say yes no or nothing much more just say why get it out of them these once they once a customer starts talking you've got them i mean you really do And that's going to be a very long-term customer because you're going to tailor everything around that. No one's ever going to say, no, no, I would never buy from a rancher that I trust and buy beef from. I am never, ever going to buy anything from him that he gets my beef. That's it. If he tries to sell me anything else, he is out the door. I'm buying from some other guy I don't know and don't trust and never been to his farm because I just think that's right. I mean, come on, seriously. If the, guy, if, the, if the person likes the rancher and goes out and does a farm tour and, and likes the whole process and likes the way it's raised, and they say, look, I raise my turkeys the same way. I raise my pork the same way, my chicken, my eggs. I got Christmas trees that are organic. I got all this stuff. Do you really think they're not going to buy from you? This is called lost revenue. 99% of you ranchers or farmers out there are not getting any of this money. None. Zero. Nada. And I ask you Why? Why? You guys have the greatest profession in the world. We, when you're out on a ranch, you have, give, you have been given an opportunity like nobody else. You have the greatest career life in the world. Period. End of sentence. Your job is to keep that farm and keep that ranch, raise your kids, raise your family on that farm. Live the life. Enjoy yourself. No matter if you're in Montana or you're in Pennsylvania. It's the greatest profession in the world. So why not make money at it? Don't, you don't have to struggle. This, there are people out there that are dying to buy stuff from a local farmer, local rancher. No one's ever been asked. You're asking questions now. You're getting it out of them. And this can just be in a nonchalant conversation while you're at a football game, at a basketball game, at a tennis match, or you're in a grocery store. You can walk up and say, oh, I see you're buying some beef. What do you like about it? I'm looking at some myself. Why did you buy it here over somebody else? Have you ever bought from a local rancher? No. Then you're right into the conversation. What's the most important to you? Okay? You're right into the conversation. You got them. Say, hey, I I happen to do this. I raise raise, uh, beef on my ranch. It's local, it's, a, it's 100% organic, blah, 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 whatever it is. I'd like to talk to you about it sometime. Would you like a free sample would you like to have me contact you or would you like to come out to the farm and see it? No obligation. Uh, No, I don't. You know, No one's going to say that. They're gonna, their ears are going to perk up. 99% of the people out there love farmer and ranchers and want to support them. They just do. And nothing makes them more excited than going out to a nice ranch and getting out of their humdrum, in-town life, There's nothing to offer, and they want to go out in the country and see a cow, and they want to see a bull, and they want to see a turkey, and they want to see a pig, and they want to see a farm. They want all this. You guys are offering them a carnival that they get to go out and see, that they don't get to see every day. This this is like utopia. Say, hey, bring your husband out with you. Bring your kids out with you. Make a day of it. Make an hour. Just come out for an hour. Whatever it is, you've got them. You've asked them questions. You know what motivates them. You know what demotivates them. What their hot points are. You know everything about them. And now you're getting them out there. Who wouldn't rather buy beef from a local rancher than buying some from some display case? You have no idea where that beef came from. You don't know if it came from the United States or if it came from out of state or if it was a five-year-old cow, if it was a hurt cow, a sick cow. You don't know what was put in it for food. You don't know how it's going to taste. You don't know the, the breed. You don't know anything. But here you can go out to a farmer ranch and you get to see everything. And you get to know exactly where your cow comes from, where your beef comes from. And then it's going to make that person feel so much more comfortable when they eat. And you're going to make it easy for them. That's your job. And am I trying to ma- simplify this? Yes. Does it take a lot of work? Nah, it does at first. But Once you get good at it, it's actually pretty easy and gets to be fun. Remember, you're talking to a group of people who like you already. You're not a car salesman. Don't get me wrong about car salesmen. but Car salesmen already have a negative, a negative tone about them, a reputation, before they even start. They don't even have to open their mouths or try to present a car to them. People are already um, pushed back by them. You know, they're already distrust them. You're on the opposite end. People don't distrust farmers or ranchers. People like farmers and ranchers. People want to come out and see the animals. They want to eat something that they know where it came from. You guys don't have to be bashful. You don't have to be shy. You just have to talk to people and let them know what you do and offer it to them. I can't make it that easier. That's why I don't like internet selling. You're not doing anything except throwing your fishing line out and you're just hoping to God somebody bites on it. Yes. Again, there are people that do bite on it, but a lot of them don't bite twice. They'll go somewhere else to get a cheaper price or it's more convenient. Hey, I don't really like my food shipped through the mail. I don't really know where it came from. I don't really know how old it is. Eh, you know, let's try somewhere else. Okay, so I can't emphasize this enough. You guys are doing everybody a favor by going out and talking to people. You have the greatest profession in the world. People are jealous. They want to see you. They want to see your farm. They want to buy products from you. So another thing is, when people are talking to you, don't interrupt them. Don't don't don't. When they're when they're trying to tell you something, don't interrupt them. This is not a debate. This is not a talk show. You're not a talk show host. Don't talk about yourself unless you're asked. Don't start going into long stories about you and your baseball career or what you've done in the past. It's all about them. Talk to them. Listen to them. Don't ever bring up anything about yourself ever unless you're asked. If the customer wants to know about your high school football career, fine. You can do it real short a uh, real short story and get back to them. Customers will buy from you if you talk about them. You talk about yourself, I'm like, they'll nod their head and they'll smile like, oh God, that is so cool. Oh, look, it's, I got to go. Look at their clock. Um, Let's talk again. Give me a call. Okay, that's what happens. I want to think about it. That's what happens every time. They're not feeling that they're the most important person in that room because you're not making them feel that way. You're not making them feel this whole thing's about them. Okay, so quit interrupting. Don't ever say if someone tell asks you ask a question to you back. Don't ever say, "Well, to tell you the truth," don't. Do you hate when people say that? "Well, to tell you the truth," well, no, lie to me. I want you to lie to me. Well, to tell you the truth, don't start out saying that. It's first of all, it sounds dumb, and it, it's it doesn't even sound intelligent, and already you're on the wrong foot with them. So you've been lying to me the whole time they're thinking so finally you're gonna tell me the truth I mean that's not the case but that's what it sounds like so be careful what you do say and when you do talk look them right in the eye don't look around Um, don't don't search off in the thin air and you're talking to people again it causes distrust and and uh, it's not gonna make any sales After you get to know these people, kind of keep asking questions over and over again. Um, don't just ask questions once when you talk to somebody. After you, if you do sell them something, the next time you see them or you call them, ask them some more questions. Ask them, has anything changed in their lives? Are there priorities? And I know last time I talked to you, you said health um, because you guys are having some health problems. Health was your main priority, and that's the reason why you bought the beef. Has that changed? Has anything changed in your life? Um, Maybe it was priced because you had four kids. Has anything changed since then? Well, you have a kid that went to college, and so I don't, I don't need as much beef. Um, we can afford a little bit better beef. You know, whatever it is. Whatever, whatever they tell you, just remember what they said. And then when you call them again, just say, hey, you know, this is what we, about last time we talked, this was, these are the things that were important to you. And it also shows that you were listening. Has anything changed? Let them talk. Okay? If nothing's changed great released you asked but a lot of people take for granted that people never change it's like selling a car you sell one car to one person then you're done with them they don't realize they have a wife three kids you know all three kids are going to need a, a car someday the wife's going to need a car someday you know they don't realize things change maybe they had another baby so now they need a minivan um, instead of the uh, the two-door sports car. Maybe they just retired. They don't need the minivan anymore. Now they want to go back to a sp- two-door sports car. But if you don't ask, and you're trying to sell them another minivan, yeah, it's a great minivan. Love it. God, it was the best minivan ever owned. You know, yeah, we just, oh, God. If I could get another one like that. But deep down, they're going, dude, we're got kids are gone. We're on the wild side. Let's get, let's a sports car and go. So if you don't ask, You're just making a presentation for nothing, okay? So keep remembering what they say and just keep asking them the next time you tell them, has anything changed in your life? Nope, great. So still the health is still the most important thing. Well, I just want to make sure you guys knew we haven't changed anything in how we raised our beef. We still sell 100% organic. We don't use any fertilizers. We don't use any insecticides, um, blah, blah, blah. The whole spiel again. We're just reaffirming what you told them last time and the reasons why they bought your beef. So people have to be reminded why they made a purchase. Believe it or not, people forget why they bought a product. How many times did you buy a product and you wake up the next day and have like buyer's remorse because you forgot the reason why you bought it to begin with? You have to keep reminding people why they bought it. And then every time you call them and talk to them, you got to remind them. This is why follow-up, I kept talking about follow-up in the previous podcast, follow-up is so important. And why these farm tours and inviting them out to the barbecues, this is why it's so important because you're continually seeing your customers and you're talking to them and you're asking them questions and you're figuring out and, and you're finding out things have changed in their life and you t- you have to tailor your product and tailor your your uh, presentation to them. So maybe they got kids entering football and now you say, hey, I got I need to make some beef sticks. Hey, Mr. And Mr. Customer, I know your son just entered high school football. He's going to need some protein, some snacks. You don't want him eating candy, right? No. Well, you don't want him eating this other stuff. You don't want a pizza at Casey's. No. Hey, we make a great beef stick. It's 24% protein. Um, it's got no fillers in it, no chemicals. It's going to give him plenty of energy and it's going to help him recover uh, from his long day of... Uh, exercising and, and playing football is going to help his muscles recover and it's going to build his muscles. This is, this is what our, our beef sticks do. How can they say no? Okay. How can they say no? They're not. It's another sale for you. And if you don't find out their kid's playing football because you don't ever call them again, you're never going to sell it to them. Do you think they're just going to walk up to you and go, you know, I'd sure like to buy some beef sticks from you, I heard, because my kid's playing football? No, they're not. They may go buy some beef sticks at local grocery store. But if you're offering it to them right there in front of them, they may, you may end up selling the whole football team beef sticks. Okay. This is the thing that, that I keep... This is why I don't like internet selling. You sell them once and that's it. I want to sell them once and then a whole bunch of other products. And I want to do it over and over and over and over and over again. Because my farm my ranch depends upon it. I don't want to have to go out and find new customers every goddamn day. Okay? Sorry about the swearing, but I don't want to to go find brand new customers all the time. I want to find a few customers and sell them a lot of things. Over and over from here to eternity. I mean, why would you not want to? I want people to like me. I want people to love my product. I don't have to work so hard in convincing them to buy stuff. They know what they're buying is quality, and they're they're looking for it. They're every day, every month, or every Halloween, they're coming to your house. They're like, "Dude, do you got any pumpkins this year? I need to buy some pumpkins." Or, I know you got heritage turkeys. You got. Um, I need to get mine. You know, some people will call you in March. Say, "I need to get a heritage turkey reserved for Thanksgiving. Make sure you put me on the list." This stuff happens. It doesn't happen with internet selling. It doesn't. So I can go into this more and more and more, but I'm trying to convince you why the selling that I'm trying to tell you about and teach you about is so much better than just internet selling. And I know I'm going to get some more calls. Well, we have a great business with internet selling. Okay, great. You're one in a million. How many people drop off? Oh, we have a huge following. Yeah, right, whatever. I've been there. I've seen it. You don't. Okay. You're always looking for new customers. And you don't even know them. You don't know their face. You don't know anything about them. You haven't sold them anything else besides just the beef. You've left all the money on the table. They're buying their pork, their chicken, their turkey, their Christmas trees, their pumpkins, their flowers, their wood, their honey. They're buying it all from somebody else. That could have been yours. And if I can't convince you of this, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm trying my hardest, but this is what building a business, a long-term business looks like. This is what it means. This is how you survive. This is how you prosper. You know, inflation's coming up. People still got to eat. They want to buy it from somebody. They know they're going to get their beef from and they get their food from. They want a steady supply, a realistic, reliable supplier of their food. The more money you make, the more reliable you're going to be because you've got enough money to stay in business. And the, longer custom, longer, the more long-term customers you have, the longer you're going to stay in business. The longer you have your customers, the more long-term customers you have, the more money you're going to make, the longer you stay in business. You're not out trying to find work on, a, on, the, on the regular workforce, doing stuff you hate. You guys picked a profession that you apparently love. You, it's in your blood. I mean, when you, this profession gets in your blood. It's in your blood. I mean, it is. There's just no other way to say it. When we get up at 3 o'clock in the morning, it's not a chore. It's like, I'm getting up. I got to go take care of my cows. I got to go find out what's happening. Hey, it's blizzarding out. That's awesome. I'm going to put on my helmet, my goggles, and I'm going to have a time in my life. Get my stone bill ready or whatever. I get my dog. Put a little scarf on him. Maybe put some goggles on him. We're going out. I hear a coyote out in the distance. I'm grabbing my 4570. I'm going coyote hunting. I got pheasants out here. I got a farm pond. Can you tell me a life that's any better than what you have? You just need to keep it. Keep this life and prosper. So That's what I'm trying to do. So I'm going to end this podcast. If you have any questions, call me. 319-213-4672. You're going to talk to me about this. If you have any ideas you want me to offer any suggestions or help you be a sounding board, I mean, feel free to give me a call. I'd be glad to help you. I appreciate you listening. Again, this is Marketing Beef According to Jim. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope to see you, or actually, I hope to hear from you again next week.